lot of times, at least for me, when we create space, there's that unknown. Okay, I have this space in my life. So if I'm not planning and looking for an outcome and being productive in every moment, then what am I? Who am I? And it's it can be unsettling and unnerving. And that's why a lot of people tend to fill up their time with busy work. My name is Francesca Phillips, and you're listening to The Good Space Podcast, a show where we help you find peace and power in work, relationships, and intuition. What happens when you go forward without an idea of what's to come, when you let adventure unfold? Sometimes great moments in our life happen because you're fully present, fully alive. I want to share a story with you recently that I experienced in Central Park as a tangible way to basically talk about the things that I've been learning about creating space in your life and embracing the space. Because I feel there's a difference between doing less and wanting to create space in your life and then being okay with the feeling that follows. Because a lot of times, at least for me, when we create space, there's that unknown okay, I have this space in my life. So if I'm not planning and looking for an outcome and being productive in every moment, then what am I? Who am I? And it's it can be unsettling and unnerving. And that's why a lot of people tend to fill up their time with busy work. They always have to be doing something because it's uncomfortable not having everything mapped out and planned out or at least filled with something, right? And so this idea of embracing the space has been really prominent in my mind. And I can't help but think that I might not be the only one. Maybe you feel the pressure, the pressure cooker of life and want to have some sense of ease and peace, but maybe it can feel a little scary going there, making that change, making that leap in your life. And so that's what I want to talk about today. So earlier this week, I was walking in Central Park to start my day as part of my morning routine. And in, especially in the fall, it's beautiful weather. And I figured, why not Why not go in and make this a habit? So I'm walking through the Ramble, which is a more wild, like enclosed natural part of the park. So it's not where all the tourists go. It's more like winding little paths and trees and bushes and, and birds and all those things. And so I went by the boathouse in Central Park, made a left on this path, And I went past Barry the Owl's Memorial, which was this famous owl that a lot of birders like to see perched in this tree. And unfortunately, they died earlier this year in an accident. And so I walked past the memorial, made a right, and then made a left a few paths down that road. And I went past this man who I have seen on this same bench for years, probably for two and a half, if not three years. I've walked by and he always seems to be there. And I've always been curious about him because he has this cart. It's like a wooden cart with wheels. And it made me think that he was homeless because he has like things around him on the bench, food, clothing items, and then this cart. And every time I'd walk past it, it would have the titles of Eckhart Tolle's books on them. So one side says Stillness Speaks. The other side says A New Earth. And then another side says The Power of Now. And it actually is pretty colorful and super interesting. It catches your eye. And I just couldn't believe as I was walking past, wow, this this man is still here. And over the years, I've seen people talk to him. And so I kept walking. And at this moment, I had decided to 
change a few things in my life so that I could have more space. And I figured, okay, walking in nature, connecting with nature is a great way for me to have that spiritual space and to find out what the next step is or what's meant to unfold in my life. And this is like the first time in a long time that I hadn't had something mapped out, that I hadn't had a plan, A, B, C, D, steps to whatever I wanted to get. And it it scared me because I felt like, or the ego felt like, oh, you're wasting your time or you're not a success and you're not productive. All those things that many of us struggle with. And so I was basically just trying to unlearn that. I went and sat at a bench by the water across from the Bow Bridge and I was writing my daily pages. I was reading a book and this prompting just kept coming to my inner wisdom saying, go talk to him, go talk to him. And I thought, well, I'm a woman alone in the park. I don't want to go talk to some man that I don't know sitting on a bench, even though he seemed harmless. I, I just, in my good faith, could not bring myself to do that. But the voice kept coming to me to go talk to him. And so finally, I just reflected back and said, okay, if there are people there talking to him, or at least a lot of people walking by, then I'm going to talk to him and just see like what his story is. And so I get up from my bench and I start walking back and I kind of didn't remember how to retrace my steps because there's so many winding paths. And I thought, okay, if I meant to talk to him, I'm going to take the right turn. I'm going to find him. Sure enough, I took the right turn and there he was. And sitting on the bench with, with him was this woman, a man that she knew, and then another woman standing up in front of him. So he was on the bench, two other people were talking to him on the bench, and then a woman standing in front of him. So I was like, great, I'm going to go talk to him. And so I heard them talking about something that I felt like, Hey, hi, you know, that's cool. I love what you're saying. And then continued to introduce myself. And the man's name was Armando and the woman next to him, her name was Lorna and her, I don't know who it was that was next to her. I forgot. And then the woman in front all said, hi, we were exchanging like niceties. It was great. And I asked like, you know, I've seen you here for so many years. Um, I love that you love Eckhart Tolle. Tell me about that. And he just had this light about him. He responded with such purity and just kindness and just love. And everything he said was just this amazing presence. And the woman, Lorna, next to him said that she actually reached out to Eckhart Tolle's publisher and told the story of how Armando, year after year after year, people from all walks of life come across him on the bench and they'll sit with him. And there have been people who are like Wall Street hedge fund managers, people with the most money in the world, and they'll sit there crying because he shares this knowledge with them and they just feel a release and they feel like they're being seen and heard for the first time ever. And just it's just like he's such a fixture in the community. And then she talked about how she and a few other people, they'll always check in on him. They'll bring him to their homes for holidays. And it seems like the community just genuinely loves him. And I can see why. And I was just soaking in his presence. And I want to try to have him on the podcast once I'm back from Zurich. But the thing is, he devours every word that Eckhart Tolle says in his book. And the the way that he integrates it and lives it and and speaks it back into the world is so simple. His words were simple. His 
ideas of how to use the knowledge in, in life was simple. Like literally anyone could listen to him and learn something from him. And that was so impactful. He has so much space in his presence and his life to, to just be present and to know when the ego is talking, when the ego is not talking and just his, the fact that his existence changes lives every single day is it literally blew my mind. Like he doesn't have a fancy job. He doesn't even have a house. I think he literally sleeps in the park and you know, I don't, I'm going to find out like more of his story and like if he can get better help or whatever. But I just was just in awe that like his pure existence makes more of an impact in people's lives than anyone with a title or like other people. Anyways, not anyone, but you know what I mean? Like it was pretty, pretty amazing. And so after that, I was not only blown away by the story, but then I realized had I not given myself space that morning to just wander through Central Park, to see where things led me and to not have expectations of the outcome, I don't think I would have felt that desire or that prompting to go talk to Armando, to go to go feel that presence, to go meet those other people and and make that connection. And it was just so empowering and so wonderful. And it made me realize you have that power too. And if we just give ourselves the space to explore and to just be like, that's it. Just be, exist, be present. And then you would be amazed at what unfolds. That adventure would not have happened otherwise. And so from that experience, here are a few takeaways that I'm going to make more in like a list for you. So it's easier to integrate it. But I want you and challenge you to really think about these four, yeah, four things and see how you can practice them even minutely in your life. It doesn't have to be some grand change like me going to the park and doing my morning routine. That's not like some big change that I did out of nowhere that rocked my world. It was just, let me not listen to music. Let me not talk on the phone. Let me not think about work. I'll just be. And it was that little change that unraveled this whole abundance. So the first thing that I learned is to take pause in areas that need breathing room. Had I been obsessed about work or things that I need to create or feeling the pressure to sell something or to be productive, that voice would not have cut through. So I encourage you to think about what you can say no more to. What can you delegate? Ask for help. Keep creating, but give yourself space to wander and experiment. Schedule that into your creative process. Go to a little less get-togethers. Maybe go to more. Think about the spots in your life that feel constricted like it's a pressure cooker and ask yourself, how can I give space to this part of my life? The second thing I encourage is to schedule in more breaks, walks, and boring moments. (laughs) I didn't know a better way to say that, but really like, let yourself have the opportunity to get bored. Starting your morning in nature journaling, morning routines, those are all great things that remind you you're human and they allow you to connect with yourself before everyone else gets your energy and resources. Because let's be real, there's a lot of things and people that are vying for your attention, energy and resources every day. And the thing is this me time that I'm talking about, it doesn't have to look like someone else's. You may only have 10 minutes and hate routines. So something that fills you up looks different every day. I know people who literally can't stand routines, so they make containers of 30-minute increments throughout their day for specific tasks, and that makes them feel connected and on track. 
Or you could be more like me where having a morning routine and wind down routine helps me feel stable and secure and therefore more motivated because I have a familiar start and end to the day. Regardless, find more space and create more space in your life. Make sure that you know you are first and foremost, the most important thing in your life, and then see how your energy continues to build and expand from there. And the best way to do that is to schedule in more breaks and walks and to let yourself be bored. I'm trying to not be on my phone either. So that's another thing I just thought of, like giving myself space to where I'm not on any electronics. That's a work in progress, but it definitely helps. So the third thing that I realized is to look at your surroundings. Enjoy nature as if it's the first time you're seeing it. And you'll be amazed at what insights and connections that your brain automatically makes like subconsciously. If you're in a city like I am in New York City, there's nothing like seeing beautiful flowers or towering trees spread throughout. Let yourself have space when you walk and do things in your day. Maybe that means having not having music or the TV on or you're not talking to someone on the phone. Allow your inner wisdom to speak with you. And the fourth thing that I learned is to make life less about the outcome and productivity and more about enjoying the present. This is something I'm always working on, but I love how this principle shows up in different experiences in my life. And it's this very idea of being more present and less about outcome that's inspired me to take a two-month pause on the podcast starting November 2021. So for November and December, we're going to pause on new episodes so that we can practice what we preach of being present, soaking in the surroundings. I'm also traveling during that time. And I didn't want to feel this pressure to have to create and have my mind so ingrained in a bunch of things. And then that way I could allow what's meant to come into the good space world in a natural and normal way. I'll have another episode explaining this in way more detail, but you will be amazed at what you feel inspired to do when you make life about enjoying the now instead of the future now. Everyone's life is going to look different. Some of us have more privilege than others. Some of us have more intense or less intense situations than others. So all of these principles are to be molded and crafted based on where you're at right now. So like, again, you you might have less time for more routines, but that doesn't mean you can't have some time to yourself or to your development or growth. So my last challenge then is if you could release the desire for an outcome, what would your inner wisdom guide you to do? So again, if you could release the desire for an outcome, what would your inner wisdom guide you to do? You may get inspiration to ramp up and get into masculine energies, or you may finally hear the cry your souls had to slow down and enjoy it more. So please listen to that. Please listen to that, even if it's on the smallest level and allow more space into your life. Now it's time for an affirmation. I create more space in my life and embrace the possibilities of the unknown. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. 
Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helped me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon.